0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void. Void prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
1: So it's uh, all for play for still. Eh? I think so. Do you want to bet against us?
2: Hi, Vin- Welcome to For the Love of P- Grab Podcast, coming to you a bit downtrodden and dejected after a 3-2 defeat against Crystal Palace. Um, I, for one, first of all, just want to get one little uh, elephant out of the room out of the way. I know my audio isn't going to be uh, anywhere near like it normally is. I am here in a, what you would call a... Mobile home at the moment. I decided to get away after the game, and after I I was in work today after the game, and then after that I decided get away, get it off my mind. So I've gone to the beach, gone to the seaside, and I am uh, here. But I don't have my normal setup, and I have uh, just as normal set of headphones. So I do apologise in advance for my audio quality. But Paddy is here, and his audio quality I'm sure is going to be great. So you'll get all the insight from Paddy. But Paddy, how are you feeling after that game? A game that we we kind of went into with 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 a A good bit of optimism to try and finish off the season or to help kickstart our finish to the season, but it just didn't seem to be.
1: No, uh, absolutely deflated after it now, I've got to say. uh, There was only one thing for it. Afterwards, I jumped in the car and went and got myself some Supermax ice cream uh, (laughs) because I needed to cool down a little bit, so yeah that's what that's what i did straight after the game so uh for those
2: in the uk supermax ice cream is a different breed of ice cream it's uh it's got that i, I don't even know how to put how to how to let you guys know but supermax is is a restaurant chain i'm gonna call it a restaurant chain fast food chain here in ireland and if you're ever in ireland and you don't go in and get a curry chip or else go in there and get a snack box from supermax you really haven't Existed in the Irish stratosphere at all, but their ice cream is absolutely super as well. So uh, that was a good call, Paddy. Good call to get yeah. uh, did the job. Get anyway, the I can't.
1: I can down a good bit after it. So
2: yeah, yeah, probably you had know. the hangover as well. I'd say.
1: I had the hangover, yet?
2: Yeah, I did <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's talk let's talk about the game. And guys, for any of you guys expecting a forty minute one and this one, just don't have the energy to do it today. And 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 neither does Patty, but we will be back with a with a preview full of effervescence again for the Spurs game um on Wednesday. Uh I think we might come back with a preview, maybe a short uh, a one. Uh, we'll definitely be doing a team sheet tantrum anyway. I think I, I think at some stage. Um but let's talk about this game. Um, team sheet came out, Paddy. We were all pretty, pretty kind of surprised. I think in one end, one sense, when we didn't see Tyrone Mings, but everything else seemed to be a small little bit, as they would say in the United States, it seemed to be a small bit chalk. What was your view on the actual team sheet itself, and do you think that had any bearing on on the performance today?
1: Um, I don't, I don't think it had any bearing on, on the performance. Um, obviously, I would have liked to have seen Jack play a full game, but the, as they've already explained. That's not going to happen. Maybe the next day. I, I honestly don't know. Um, El Mahamadi started as we would have expected, with Maddie Cash carrying that injury. And I suppose Courtney House was the um, was the one that was uh, a bit left field because we we, we were sure that that uh, Mings had picked up a, an, an injury that would have ruled them out, and I don't think it was said in in the uh, press conference either. So. Um, other than that, I suppose it was, was Ramsey in for Barkley, and very few could have uh, argued with that after Barkley's performance the other night. And then it's more or less as you were. Yeah, and I think that's fair enough. Um,
2: I suppose realistically, of all the players that were there and and, and that played tonight and or today, should I say and that we saw um, there was a bit of there was, was a couple of flat performances for in 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 the eleven, and this is. You know, you know me. I'm usually one that will come in here and po- paint positive light. And I do have some positives from this game, but I was just—I re- felt really let—not let down, but I felt really kind of um, disappointed with how flat our midfield is. We haven't sorted out the number ten position. Jacob Ramsey didn't do it again today. Not killing the kid for being 19 years of age and being told literally turn this whole game around. Uh, Chuck chuckmonka wouldn't have done as good uh, a better job than him but uh, well, sorry i can't say he wouldn't have i don't think he would have done a better job than him you know this game was turned out to be a bit more difficult than we thought but we should have overrun our midfield and we just didn't and i think a lot of it comes down to the fact that we spent too much time in in reverse tried to get we spent too much time today in reverse trying to get set back in our defensive setups i think dean smith went out to overrun them in midfield it just didn't happen because i don't think jacob ramsey got to the pitch of the game today and i think douglas louise in a defensive sense was quite poor today i don't think he did his job as a defensive midfielder uh to to, to the way that we know he can do um it's just the midfield is too scattered at the moment. It, it's it's just too scattered. And um, I don't know what to do with it. Well, I do know what to do, but I don't know what to do with the players that we have at our disposal in there other than maybe see if we can bring in a canvas, see if we can maybe play Jack in, in the sen, in, in uh, number 10 role and, and see if we can just get some semblance of coherence, coherent midfield play um, mm. at some stage before the season ends. But, you know, this is... Don't be surprised, guys, don't be surprised if we see two new new faces in, in midfield this year and maybe those two two of those people start. I think McGinn, is, McGinn, in fairness to him, has never let the side down from an effort standpoint. Don't think Douglas Luiz has let the side down from an effort standpoint as well. It's just he's been kind of caught from the, from a defensive standpoint a couple of times and we just have not sorted out the number 10 position. I don't think we've sorted out the number 10 position since... Since Barkley got injured after two minutes against Brighton, I think it was we haven't sorted out the number ten position, and it's been yeah. one of the biggest reasons why Douglas, Louise, and John McGinn haven't been able to perform as well is because it's just midfield has become too passive, and we don't have anything sticking up there in the number ten position either. So it's 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 an interesting one. It's an interesting one uh, for me, and I think that's that was the that was really the crux of a lot of the game today. That like said, so James mm-hmm. McCarthy. Um, Eze, who is fantastic. He really is. He's very good. But James McCarthy and Geoffrey Schlupp out, 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 out muscled us and outran us today in midfield. And uh, realistically, Jeffrey Schlupp had some of the worst tackles I've ever seen today. Like, they were laughable, some of them. But he that, that midfield got the better of us. And and, and, and that's really what happened, in, in my view. Am I gone on a rant there? Something completely off the wall, Paddy? Or do you, do you no, think the
1: no. same? Or, Fair enough. I I felt we were we were lacking. You know, I, I I'm I'm reluctant to say anything bad about John McGinn because, as you say, the, the effort he puts in is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so you know, he's a he's a crack he's a cracking guy to have around the team. His energy never wanes. He, he's he's always put hundred and ten percent into it. Um, does it always transpire into a great performance? No. But look, we're going to have days like that that it just doesn't work out. And today was probably one of his better days. In fairness, I, I thought I thought he he did everything he possibly could. Um, Ramsey, on the other hand, struggled to get into it. And as you say, I thought Louise was was one of his poorer games for Aston Villa. But um, you know, we, we've got to take into consideration um, we're playing El Mahammedi, who's probably has his best days behind him at Premier League level, and Courtney House had to come in, um, relatively um off the pace of, of Premier League football you would imagine. So there's there's a lot of uh permutations there when we talk about the performance. Um but look we we got out of the blocks well we started well I thought we mm-hmm. were by far away um and even before um McGinn scored I, I really thought we were going to run away with the game but it just never happened.
2: Yeah And that's where I feel a bit let down as well, because uh, the positivity, like the first 20 minutes, I literally went, oh, this is great. I could probably put on, I could maybe bring in a couple of carrots and and, uh, maybe a couple of spots and start peeling them while I'm watching the match. And sure, if I miss five or 10 minutes of the match, it'll be fine because we've got this one under control. And uh, it started when Benteke's header. Uh, I don't particularly blame anyone for Benteke's header. I just think the cross was, I think the cross was really good. Like there's, any striker in the world is going to get above most defenders, if not any defender in the world, the way that just happened. You can say especially Courtney Howe's lost if he has his
1: hands on, her, on your back. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> you can say that Courtney Howe's lost him, and Don Goodman was trying to say that. And Paddy, I know I don't want to trigger you with Don Goodman. We're actually not going to talk about commentators because we could, this this needs to be a short one, otherwise it would just get very ranty altogether. <laughs> and I know you have had a rant about John Goodman, who I, who I normally like. I just felt today was just small but off the wall. But anyway, we're not going to go there, as I said. No. Um, D- Don Goodman did say that Courtney Hill was lost him. I-, I don't think he did. I think there was, I think um, Benteke just backed up and just happened to, you know, be in the right place at the right time. I think when that cross comes in, it was a great cross and uh, it was a very good header. But we got back again. John McGinn's goal, we never talked about it. A worm burner, passed it into the corner. Captain Meatball all day long. We were set up for a fantastic win in Sethurst Park, as we said, the first time that we would have won there um since two thousand fourteen, you know, mm. and the second time we would have won there since since nineteen eighty one. So these are a bogey team of ours and we've been disappointed more often than not. And then the second goal comes, Paddy. Um I actually can't remember what the second goal was like. I know Anmar Ghazi scored it, but yeah. I can't remember what it's like. It's got um, completely fresh out of my mind. Take us through ball, it.
1: The ball ball went up in the air. Um oh yes very very clever work from Ollie Watkins headed it backwards into the path of Anwar Algazi who had a lot to do with a bouncing ball, and you know it was uh, it was very well struck and, and a great goal. Um, the, the issue I have is is actually in between McGinn and Benteke's goal, where we just sat back and let them back into the game. Did absolutely and, nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I felt I felt they were there to be taken off at that, be picked off at that stage. But it was like as if Benteke's goal spurred us back into action, and then we did the exact same thing again. We got the goal and we sat back. And for me, that was a bit hard, hard to take. Um, you know, we we're after we're after scoring two really good goals. We went into halftime two one up. Um you can only imagine that the team talk was from what we saw, it's uh, that Dean Smith wanted more of the same, but you can't you can't sit back and say, Yeah, more of the same when the opposition come out and change it up a little bit and, and play with a lot more intensity, which is what happened. So the team talk should have been more of the same unless they do this and then we've got to do that, but that never happened. So we never counteracted their intensity in the second half.
2: And credit where it's due... No, no, I can't stand the word intensity. I'm sorry, i got to stop here. I can't stand the word intensity because how would you measure it? Like, we were yeah, every bit as intense.
1: Looking, looking at what they're doing, you know. They, yeah, they, and, they, up, they up their game. They up their pressing. They up their... their they're uh their squeeze on us. They, they're just completely different team in
2: the second half. Yeah, and then yet the yet the two goals they scored were a missed kick from Eze that just falls its way into Tariq Mitchell's bat, oh, yeah. and when it comes off Elmar Gazi's arse. So like I'm trying to temper this as well that you know we played shit today in good pair good portions of the game. We still scored two goals, you know. So we were actually when we were playing poorly, we still got goals. Yet they to beat us, they their two goals were v- extremely ridiculously fortuitous. Yes, they did oh, they hit the post, yeah. they hit the bar, and they hit everything like that. And yeah, yeah. they did. But I don't think like, and th- this is where I'm getting at is that you know that I don't think a rising team talk or uh, our change at halftime would have changed this because I think. I, I'm kind of on on, on the pathway the path of saying that, like, if it's going to go in off our guys or um Ahmed Al- Ahmed Al Mahamedi's arse, it's going to go in off his arse, regardless of what tactics you play. If Eze is going to hit, going to miss hit a ball and it just falls, and a fella doesn't even know what he's doing with it and turns his turns his back to it, hits right. him in the shoulder and goes in. You know
1: what? What are you going to do with these? Let's rephrase. I, just, Let's rephrase it right. So, I I send the team out for the second half. The words that are ringing in their ear is, get the next goal. End of story, yeah. go out, up your game, get the next goal, and then fucking sit back if you like when you've a two-goal advantage. That's yeah. the way. That's the way I would have approached it. I don't know whether that's what he said, and they didn't do it. Yeah, that's the yeah. way. I, that's the yeah. way I would have looked at it from that point of view. They were there for the taking. If we'd have gone out in the ascendancy in the in the second half, I feel we would have beaten them and would have beaten them well. If not three-one, it would have been four or five-one.
2: And we were two-one up when they brought on Jack Grealish and like yeah. my thoughts are you know that that is dean smith look listen that dean smith did say that to them to go out within but so like like well, this is all hypothetical you know mm-hmm. both of what we're saying like why well, you, you don't bring on jack realish if you don't want to push on and get another goal and he oh, brought I'm him sure, on yeah. and like I, I think it was a case of he's got to bring him on to control the ball to, to carry the ball forward and to and, and to give our defence a bit of respite, but it just didn't happen. And no. look, I know I am not here trying to make apologies for anybody before I get pelters and Twitter because I've got enough of them already today in the DMs about Courtney House and you know that which I think to be honest it was was a small bit too much. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I'm just here trying to say that you know Dean Smith brought on Jack Grealish. To try and he brought him on early enough. I think he brought him on around the 65th sixty fifth minute. We were 2 1 up at that stage. And I'm not saying that Jack Reedish lost this game. The reason what I'm trying to do is get into the mentality of him that he said, Right, things aren't going well here. We need to get control of the ball. These guys don't want control of the ball. They're sitting back. I'm going to bring on Jack to try and carry the ball forward. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen, you know.
1: Mm.
2: Um, so. While I'm I'm an unashamed Dean Smith apologist if that's what somebody wants to call me, you know you gotta take and this isn't you, Paddy, I'm not saying this about you just in case you, you, you think I'm having oh, to go off so, you.
1: But you know what Campo, I'm sitting in with Dean Smith. I, I'm I'm yeah, just yeah, playing, yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate of what went on in the dressing room at half time. And I was yeah, disappointed yeah, I was yeah. disappointed at her attitude from the start of the second half. I thought it could. Have, yeah. I thought it could have been better. I thought the work rate could have been higher. We struggled to get Jack Jack Grealish into the game, and when you struggle to to get Jack Grealish into the game, you expect us to be playing a lot better opposition, and we just couldn't do it.
2: Yeah. He got kicked up and down. Now, in fairness to him, Joel Ward had four oh, yeah. or five nibbles out of him before he got the yellow hard You know, little bits like that. And uh, to be honest with you, for a finish, Jack was getting fouled, and the ref wasn't giving any freeze because he was like, "Shit, this guy's after coming on. And he's getting kicked up and down the field. I'm gonna have to protect him." And if you know, yeah. yeah. But like once again, that's not the reason that we lost. The reason we lost because it, because Everton put in a, put in a bit more effort. Um, I just can't tie that back to a team uh, to a team talk because I wasn't there. That's that's kind of what I what what I'm saying. Oh, but from what no. I saw from the game. Was that from what I saw from the game was that when he brought on Jack, he obviously wasn't happy with stuff, and that's why he brought on Jack Grealish was to was to have that person carrying the ball forward so that we could give our our, our defense a small bit of a rest fight. Um so we go three-one down and then he brings on two go two uh two strikers, which um again you know people could could term that as reactionary, but once again, I don't know what like I I don't know what he was supposed to do in that instance. Patty, would you have liked to see the camba come on? At some stage, like like, what options do we have to do to shore up defence at two one? Yeah. I mean, like, because he was damned, if, he was damned if you do and bring on somebody and sit back, yeah. or then he brings on Grealish and he's damned if you don't, and you try and go for it. Then when 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 yeah. like things don't go your way for over a ten minute period, so like, I just can't yeah. understand. I, I I I might be
1: wrong. Like that's what I'm saying. What do you do? For me, for me, it would have been Nakamba after about ten minutes of the second half. That that's what I felt. Okay. Um, for Louise. Um, sure I well. actually w- it actually wouldn't have been for Louise. It would have been for Jacob Ramsey, who struggled to get into the game throughout. Okay. And I would yeah. have pushed John yeah. McGinn on a little bit further. That's personally what I would have done. Um, he obviously felt we had enough to curtail them for, for that period of time. But they got 23 shots on goal, which meant the midfield weren't doing his work. We weren't we weren't closing them down early enough. We weren't, weren't dealing with them in midfield at all. And uh, they eventually played their way back into it. Obviously, they got two very fortuitous goals and then there had to be a reaction towards the end. And I've absolutely no problems with the substitutions. Um, it actually reminded me of the, the, the Ireland game against Holland in 2001 when I think Holland had six mm. strikers on the pitch at that stage of, of the game and yeah. they, they couldn't break us down. And just because you have more strikers on doesn't mean it's going to happen. So look what Alisson did today. You know, you don't know where you're going. Yeah, what yeah,
2: want to yeah, yeah, it's
1: yeah. madness. It's madness. But look... It's um, I'm certainly not, um, I'm not pissed off at the. I'm pissed off with the, how the game has gone. I'm not pissed off with Dean Smith by any stretch of the imagination. I'm, I'm just giving my opinion of of what I yeah, felt. What it could, could have changed and, and could have changed the the outcome that we're talking about now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I at one I think
2: I, The change you said you would make there, I think, would have been the same change I would have made. Or yeah. bring Jack on this. Bring Jack on through the centre, but because I just think the second
1: half, the two wingers went missing. Not that they went missing; they just couldn't get the ball. That's yeah. what I felt. I felt I felt Jack needed to come on at that stage, and you know, he, in the end, he just couldn't add to it either. He couldn't get enough. Well, every time he got the ball, he got kicked, which is mm. beyond me. Because how many times this season have we seen one of our players make their fourth foul of the day and get yellow cards? Yeah, your man had to wait four or five to get a yellow card. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. There's a reason he he missed the third of a season and still is the most foul player in the league. It's because he's targeted the minute he comes on. And if a referee is not strong enough to deal with it, then we're in a bit of trouble. Because I, I reckon yeah. he, he books Ward for maybe the second or third free kick. They're on the back foot every time uh, Jack Grealish gets the, gets the ball they have to double up on him because they can't risk Ward getting another yellow card. So yeah. it was poor refereeing from my point from my opinion. Um he could have dealt with it earlier. There was there was a couple as well that he let go. It wasn't only Jack Grealish. There was another one later on that it, um I think it might have been John McGinn and they they actually nearly scored from it from what I remember or they got a really good chance from it. Um but look and the only the only people I'm blaming is ourselves and and I think the star I think yeah. what, what gave them um, a bit of hope was the fact that we stopped playing after scoring the first goal meant that they could come out to the second half and have a good goal us.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, overall, a, a pretty disheartening game, to be honest. It was disheartening. From, um, I, I think there's a lot of things that are that that we could we could point to in it that you know we just didn't, uh, just unexplained kind of things that we just didn't want to see creeping into our to our performances uh smacks an awful lot of mid-season last season you know that kind of performance mm-hmm. today yep. Yep. go missing thinking we've done enough not having the, not having any kind of um impetus to come back and grab it by the by the scuff of the neck um but look it's uh it, it, it's definitely it's definitely what i think every single player in the field would want back they want to do a mulligan, and that one over the course of uh, over the course of a season, they're going to look at that game, and, and I think they're not going to be too happy with it. Same with the Burnley game, but and it was very reminiscent to the Burnley game, to be honest with you.
1: And what, um, what you've also got to take into, which is a huge thing today, um, we started that game without our captain, our voice captain, and Maddie Cash has being one of our players of the season. So yeah,
2: yeah, you know, we,
1: we've got we've got to we've we've got to be fair that you know when when you mix it up. At that stage, at this stage of the season, you're going to get um, things happen that, that are, are not good. But look, I, th- this is something for further down the line. But the, sh- the sheer fact that this team has remained unchanged for most of the season, bar you know the ones we could talk about, the ones on the wing, the one, the Ross Barkley position, everything else usually kind of picks itself. You're, you're looking at people playing ninety percent of the games if they're not suspended or. Or, or, injured, they're going to play. So, for me, the 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 proof will be in the pudding of what we buy during the summer, mm-hmm. and the way we're going to be able to mix it up game on game to suit whoever we're playing against, like Chelsea do, like Everton do, like Man United do. That's that's where we're going to have to be next season. That we we can put a team out against Crystal Palace and know that that team is going to do the job. Um, Any one of the 25 in our, in our Premier League squad needs to be able to step up to the plate. And unfortunately, yeah. at the moment, we're a little bit short of that. Even in our first choice selection, we're a little bit short of that. So what can we yeah. do? Um, I think I think this is one. Um, this will be one of the low points, I think, of the season when we go back to review it and have a look at it. Um, for, for, a, for a team like uh, Crystal Palace to have 23 shots on us. Admittedly, they didn't get them all away. There was some blocked and whatever. But uh, I I think that's particularly disappointing mm-hmm. showing for, for from all of us today, and I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Dean Smith knows that himself, and he, he, he alluded to it in this post match share uh, conference.
2: Yeah, yeah, I didn't see the post match uh, chat afterwards with him, but um, yeah, I think look, I I, I think that uh, that we're going to see, I think we'll see two midfielders maybe. I think we could see up to five players in this season, this off season. I think we have uh,
1: I, th- I, I think I think that's a must now at this stage. Well,
2: actually, yeah, probably four anyway, definitely. I think we're gonna see a left back striker, a winger, and a and a big strong um midfielder come into that. Maybe mm-hmm. like they like I said Cardi Chuck would wouldn't come off the bench today and, and do any better than, than than Jacob Ramsey, but next year he might. You know, next year yeah. he might come might make the breakthrough. Um I'm not saying that none of these guys can do it. I think we I think I think our midfield gets really gets transformed with an absolute Brutus in the middle of in the middle of the park, you know, well, or admit, somebody, yeah. somebody like Ndidi, somebody like Ng- Ngolo Kante, And I know I'm picking I'm picking uh, you know gold from the golden tree there because they're two of the best at it in the world. But there are players out there, you know, there are definitely players out there that can do it. Like Leicester Leicester found two of them. So yeah. let's uh, let's get on to what's your man's name, McKenzie Rob McKenzie found one of them. Let's get on to him. Let's see you now what we can do. He's in our backroom team with Johan Lange. And let's uh, let's see what those boys can do because this is going to be their first real transfer window. Um, and yeah. to, to to get cracking and to see what's going on. So I'm still enthused. I'm miffed over today. Pretty miffed. This is probably the most downtrodden I've been in, the most almost First, aggressively frustrated, I've been on the podcast uh, mm. today. And and as you can see, I'm still able to, to crack a smile and laugh a small bit because, because I do see some positives. Before we go, Admiral Gazi, congratulations again, called up to the Netherlands squad. Um, 10 goals uh, in all competitions for the season. Um, I put out a tweet there as well, guys, that you'll see the list of players that he, he scored more Premier League goals than. And um, without himself and Bertrand Shorey they're the most frustrating players to watch on your team but without their 16 goals this season I shudder to think where we will be between the two of them so um look I suppose it's not all about goal scoring 100% get that but there are some positives in their play um, but until they get get the consistency and get maybe an all altogether game for the Premier League, which they can do, they like and guys, he's only, only twenty five. I think Bertrand Shaw yep. is still only about that 25, 26. Next year could be a big could be a big year for the two of them. Yes, squad players bring someone in that's better than them. I'm all for it. But sixteen goals, fair play to them. You know, you got you got to clap your hands to them because we would have cried out for two players to be able to. To um or, or to to have to be able to spread their goals, should I say, out over the course of the team last year. So that is one one small positive. Another small positive is that Jack Greenish got a few more minutes, albeit he spent half of the time on the ground because he was booted up and down in place. But I think we're going to leave it there because I I uh yeah I said only ten minutes to Paddy and we're now twenty five minutes here talking. But um, thanks, everybody, so much for, for listening, as always. Thanks a for the team sheet tantrum today. It was actually great crack. They always are. Right? They're, they're some of my favorite shows to do because uh, everybody has the excitement that a game ahead. Regardless of what's happened in previous games, we always, as fans, we are well used to it as Villa fans of brushing off what happened the week before and coming at it with a fresh mindset. Again, yeah, we might still feel as downtrodden afterwards, but it's that it. And people say it's the hope that kills you, but I wouldn't change the hope for anything else, guys. In the in in the pre in feeling the feeling of watching a match and you know waking up in the morning and having that kind of that excitement about the game because anything could happen when you're asking for you might go out and beat liverpool 7-2 or you might lose to crystal palace 3-2 you know that's the roller coaster we signed up for guys but um we will be back um with a team sheet tantrum on wednesday i don't know what time just yet um i'm not sure uh, what, what time just yet but we will have some sort of a team sheet tantrum um on on wednesday and as I said, thanks so much to everybody for listening as always. Patty, I cut you off there. You were going to say something.
1: Were you I can't up? remember. I can't remember. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, if, I, I know what it was. You were you were talking about um, losing or win losing three two and winning seven two. Uh, as David Bradley says, the, the lows make the highs higher, and we just enjoy the highs when we can. Yes. And I think there'll be a lot more um, better days than today next season. And I don't think we will, I don't, I don't envisage us having days like today, next season. I think we will a lot more measured and a lot more people involved and players involved. So I'm optimistic and we just need to stick behind our team. We've got two tough games this week and uh, there's no point in in going hell for leather on them because we've had an extraordinary season and I'm very happy with it.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well done. Couldn't yeah. As I say, I couldn't say. That's that's exactly how I feel myself as well. Um, so, lads, everybody, thanks very much for listening. Uh, if that wasn't, if you wanted to find out whether that was or wasn't what Paddy was going to say, follow him on Twitter at Villa Paddy, because he'll tweet it up later on. But you're going to have to follow him to find <laughs> out. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and likewise, you can give us a follow here. Give the podcast a follow on that Love McGrath Pod. And um, as I said, thanks very much to everybody for for all the things you do for the podcast. It's really appreciated. And um, look, not the not the the result we wanted today. Hopefully, we bounce back and we get a better, bit of a more coherent and consistent performance against against Spurs um, on Wednesday. But uh, look. Enjoy the rest of your, enjoy whatever's left of your Sunday. Enjoy whatever's left of your, or whatever you, you do on your Monday and Tuesday. Be nice to each other out there, guys. Stay safe. And all that's left to say is up the villa.
1: Up the villa.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.